The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Um, here for another week of wrestling, talking about the broadcast. So let's get into it. All right. I'm here with my man, Mo, to talk about Monday Night Raw. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the broadcast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So we're coming off of last Monday night, which was pretty ho-hum. And, uh, yes, sir. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. As I sometimes do, I forget to give Mr. Mo Meltzer his time for the Mo Meltzer news segment. See, I'm trying to give y'all a buffer between, see, I won't have to get hit hit with the born recap, but some people just be trying to jump into it. Maybe we should give them the born recap in the beginning and perk them up with the news at the end. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> um. So let's see. Uh, WWE officials expect Sasha back by mid-September, so the pregnancy day might not be what it is, or whatever they stick. Maybe they say it's not an she got vaccinated. If she got vaccinated, she wouldn't be out. Maybe they just be like, "Hey, do it. Don't take a chance. Stay home for the month or whatever." And come back when you're all the way good. I mean, it's possible, but I doubt it. Um, so it looks like it's talks that um, Vince wants to turn Keith Lee into a monster heel. Yeah, we talked about that before they this report that Yeah, I was saying I was saying, you know, they, they should they probably should do that. Right. But they were talking about, you know, that's the um it might be the the move there. Right, right. If he, he, he like working dark matches at the beginning of at the beginning of before um like before Raw starts and he's um they're working hell in most of those matches, so Okay. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that's two things for him, kind of getting him used to wrestling in that heel way and also building his 
his uh, cardio and his his win back up from such a you know long absence and just the toll that the virus took on his heart. I'm pretty sure you know it's taken him a while to probably get back into good ring shape. Yeah. Um. So, um, the WWE has moved the October first SmackDown, which was be day one of the. The um the draft for twenty twenty one, and then moving that SmackDown to um here in Baltimore. So, oh, you gonna go? No, Don. I'm gonna sit home and be in the spaces with y'all, and, and let and let the, the the show run over my city and not be in attendance. Of course, no, I'm not gonna go. Okay, all right. I expect the sign and the live report on October first. I'll probably have a sign, but I don't know about a live report. Unless you're a game. We'll get a we'll get a direct from the we'll do a special impromptu show straight from the from the arena. Like what happened after the show, what was on um, you know, the dark match, what was on the um pre show, you know. Reaction, who people were behind, you know, you don't, we don't, we won't have to have a show for show necessarily review, but you could just give us some ancillary details. We know, no Roman is coming to be be acknowledged. Yeah, you better if you go, you better acknowledge him. I don't want nothing to happen to you. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. No, I mean it's be good. I mean, I can't wait for the tickets to go on sale because I want to be in a good, nice, good seat. Um, so they have um, new signings for the Performance Center um, that just signed on yesterday or today, whatever the case may be. So one of the um, signees is uh, Joseph Fatu, who is the younger... Um, brother of um, Jimmy and Jay and Rich son of Rikishi. So you think he gonna get the Dominic Mysterio treatment where he gonna be like they gonna put him in performance center for like two months and then be like come on up here to the bloodline son. Yeah, I don't know. They, they may, I don't know they gonna fast track him but. He's a natural. You know. He's a Samoan. It's in his. Yeah, they, they, they were the way they um you know, he saw that his father's um, his father's um, promotion, and then he worked his way around the Indies, and then now he's got he's in the, at the PC. Um, other signings include Ben um, Buchanan, who is the son of Bull Buchanan, if you remember him from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Stevenson, who is the brother of Gate. Gay Stevenson, the one who was got paraded out at WrestleMania after the Bianca at the, the Bianca robbery. That was SummerSlam, sir. But yes, mm-hmm. what is the robbery series? He said WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania. Oh, I, I mean, I've been hanging around for you for too long. So <laughs> definitely hanging around for you too long. If I'm messing up things, that's the effect of hanging with you. You wasn't even in the spaces tonight. I couldn't even rub off on you. Nope. Um, Joshua Dawkins, who I think they said is the 
nephew um, of nephew of um, Daryl Dawkins. Yeah, Chocolate Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Boy Nico Nico. Um, she's like the lone um, female representative in this in this um, signing group, and Brady Booker, who played Division One football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All athletes, um, everybody in this group has played some type of like organized recreational sports. Uh, mm-hmm. Football. The the young lady was like a gymnast, a tumbler. Yeah. So you know, presumably taking bumps shouldn't and learning how to navigate the mat shouldn't be very difficult for her to get used to transition for her. Um, so yeah, so I mean, this kind of gives you a hint of kind of what they're looking for. Um, if you have wrestled, they're looking for people who've been on like low level indies, not a lot of TV exposure. Um, and then they're just looking for just people who have the look that are just athletic, you know, with athletic background. So, um, so Vince McMahon, well, I'll say this for the moment, that's the segment for the um, raw case. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're about to talk about. Okay. And finally, um, the crop of free agents that was released, I want to say back in, what was that? September, so t- t- so that would be June? Yeah. Um, they about to come up on there um, 90 days. So, they were, so some of them were tweeting out, you know, the um, free agent thing. And so Buddy Murphy... Tweets of pictures of Shaq was being broken, <laughs> and you know what the reaction? Oh, oh, so he was the one who um, who got the internet on fire because he used the Juneteenth shackles being broken. I don't know if it was the Juneteenth one, but he just some shackles being broken, and uh, yeah, probably not. He he didn't mean nothing by it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. He say he didn't mean me the infinite. Offender one, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he got lamb basted though. <laughs> he deleted the tweet. He did. Yeah, he deleted the tweet. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but I won't be surprised if you see, you know, I don't know where you'll see some of them end up at. You know, they were saying Braun might end up in um, Impact, and I think Braun's coming. I heard Braun was coming back. Braun's not coming back. I heard he signed to like a he took a pay the, the pay cut and to come back. That was a, that was rumor in your window. Rumor in your window. Okay. Yeah, it was rumor in your window, sir. All right. I was definitely under the impression that you know he wasn't getting that five figure deal <laughs> out there in the Indies. He thought he could command. So he that was hilarious. Go ahead and and. Go from making whatever he was making to that, you he know. Wasn't even, he said, you're not talking to you. I'm not talking 10000 either. Yeah. Said, you have to reach to your pockets and and, um, and pay the man. Yeah, so. Oh, well, so that makes me less, that makes my impression that Bray Wyatt might do the same thing less now. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe Bray would take the pay cut and just come back. Um, wait, one more thing. Um, watching Hills every week, it's a pretty, it's a pretty decent show. If you're looking at like the hometown, like the small town, um, 
wrestling nobody runs like local they run about the family runs the um runs the company and it's giving me you know 80s 90s wrestling you know we watch the like the territories and everything and just everything that comes comes from it you know um CM Punk debuted on episode three as um I forgot his character's name, but he's like a he wrestled um Stephen Amell's um character and everything and it was a pretty good showing. You know. James Harrison plays a role in there too. Uh the most intimidating man in America, James Harrison. Yeah, the one posed on I mean, which magazine it was had two guns on the magazine. <laughs> I thought that was like some type of health well, magazine. It wasn't men's health, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Those workouts he does with his legs where he'd be having them like seven plates on there. That man. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't like that man to be mad at me and uh coming after me with bad intentions. <laughs> I wonder if he ever thought about getting into wrestling or if he has, you know, if he's just too beat up to try to try to pursue it because, you know, he definitely has the look. He does have the look. But, you know, his body may be beat to shreds and putting football on top of wrestling wouldn't lead to a, a good long life expectancy, I'm, I'm sure. Hey, some people do that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Pat Man Jones was going to try to do it, but um, the NFL said you better not. Yeah, yeah. We got we got suspended. What was the other dude that played for the Panthers? Um, the running back. He he was doing it a little bit too. Um, damn, what's my man name? Um. I see his face, the dress, a big old smile. Hey, I can't think of his name though. Um but yeah, he was doing it too. He was he was in TNA for a hot second too. And they shut that down. Everybody shut it down. But you gotta think about think back to the to the um to the nineties when you had well actually yeah, Bam Bam wrestled Lawrence um Lawrence um yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Kevin Green was running down at WCW. Him and Margo. And, and Reggie White had a match in, in, in WC, at WCW. Yeah, he sure did. You're right. And Reggie White had a match. That's the piece. D'Angelo um, Williams. That's who it was. Oh, yeah, he was. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I do remember that. Um... Yeah, man, they they was doing that. And then remember when Dennis Rodman was wrestling? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Carl Malone came in there and was wrestling too. <laughs> hey, man. Um, uh, um, I'll never forget that final series where they was getting a preview of what was going on. They was getting to give it a preview because they got to him and um, Robin and Malone got tangled up. And they want to announce this was mentioned that they was um 
hope you're doing something w you're doing something with wc that's of course yeah, the uh the uh yeah when they were um when they got their arms singled up and they was flopping on the court yeah yeah because that was in june and they had that match in july at the bash at the beach that bash at the beach yeah ramen was on uh ddp's team no ramen was um i mean i mean carmelo yeah. was on ddp's team I mean. yeah yeah, yeah. was with um ddp and ramen was nwl yeah yeah yeah, I remember when um, DDP was going was going to join going to join the NWO, and then Robin and Hogan came out there and attacked him with um, with chairs. Mm-hmm. Robin smoking cigars in yeah. arenas, knowing that you can't do that. Even in 1999, 1998, you couldn't do that. Ah. The good old days. Ah, the good old days. Oh man, we we went on a tangent. Oh, yeah, we didn't want to change it. So now we can get into the Monday Night Raw. All right. Well, this week it's Damian Priest coming out to welcome us to Monday Night Raw. Uh, He talks about how he is going to share the title, the respect it deserves. That's the United States title. Uh, We hear about some of the famous United States champions, including Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, and John Cena. Because obviously, Damian Priest has only watched wrestling since 1999. Um, that's unlike that's unlike WWE champion Bobby Lashley, who ran away from a challenge last week. Therefore, let's have an open challenge. So Sheamus comes out, but he says, hang on, because he needs to say that he agrees with Damian Priest. He promises to kick Priest in the face and take his title back. But then here is Drew McIntyre to interrupt. McIntyre thinks it's time for something fresh and new because he has never been United States champion. Priest uh, sounds game, but Sheamus gets into it with McIntyre. And then here are Bobby Lashley and MVP to interrupt. Uh, The Goldberg chants cut off MVP as he tries to talk about Lashley, uh, who wants to issue his own open challenge. Was good for business as Lashley becomes the new United States champion. Now Randy Orton and Riddle, they interrupt with Orton saying he thought everything MVP said sucked. Riddle goes, but not like a Ramba, because that's what it's supposed to do. Orton thinks Lashley is a greedy son of a bitch, and Riddle and Riddle asks, how would you even hold a second title? Then he realizes they both have two titles. Anyway, Lashley says he could use the second title, but maybe it should be the tag team titles. Riddle says the word of the, word of the day tonight is open challenge. They can have an open challenge one-on-one against Bobby Lashley and MVP. Orton tries to explain the concept of an open challenge, but MVP says they accept. McIntyre, Sheamus, and Priest are ready to fight, so here are Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville to interrupt. We'll have a triple threat match for the title, plus a tag team title match, and then Rhea Ripley comes out for her scheduled match. You know that none of these, none of the, ma- the matches that were made were none of the ones that were, ab- that were previously advertised. Correct. Uh, apparently, uh, Vince McMahon was in one of his moods this week. Yes, he was. He was feeling. He was feeling some kind of way. So he then went and ripped up some scripts a couple times. Yeah, I heard that they didn't know what they were doing. As a six o'clock, they had one iteration where it was supposed to be Priest in McIntyre one on one for the United States title. Then they added Sheamus. Supposed to be uh, another singles match with Lashley, but then they 
they made a tag team match. So I'd be so pissed if I spent my whole week and weekend working on this three-hour monstrosity of a show, get to work, finally got all the I's and T's dotted, T's crossed, I's dotted, and then you get there and Vince rips it up in your face and tells you your work is garbage. Oh, my gosh. That might happen about twice, and then I'd be like, you know what? This check ain't worth it. Right. Having me travel all across the country, um, you know what I'm saying, do all this work, try to come up with good television for three hours and every week and then get here and you tell me my stuff is bad after we done set up all this groundwork the weeks and weeks prior to get here spend a whole week promoting these shows on all the different tv networks and everything and then come to monday night and it's like oh okay even my email like three hours before the show was like tune in to monday night raw to see bobby lashley and sheamus like oh okay it's uh, you know pretty pretty good hard-hitting match at the least nope i didn't it's like rip rip ripity rip (laughs) uh rhea ripley versus Shayna baszler is our first matchup of the night Nikki Ash and Nia Jax are at ringside. The Carafuda clutch is broken up as Nia Jax crushes Nikki Ash on the floor with the Samoan drop. The distraction lets Shayna Baszler grab a pretty awesome torture rack into a roll-up, which Rhea Ripley counter into a small package for the pin. So they continue to treat Shayna Baszler like a jobber. Um, no venom in her bite anymore which is unfortunate because we all know how dangerous and deadly and dominant Shayna can be. Uh, after the match, Nia Jax gets in the ring and clotheslines uh, Rhea Ripley down and uh, basically stands tall over everybody. Uh, Nia Jax caught Rhea Ripley kind of on the side. And yeah, Rhea Ripley had double whiplash, first from the concussion, then from bouncing off the ropes. So yeah, that looked pretty bad for, uh, for Rhea Ripley there. Uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki A.S.H. got beaten up on the outside before the match was over. And the whole thing was um, Naya had promised to lay them out and everything. She was promising to lay them out. So I guess she went in on her promise. She, she went um, cashed in on her promise. Viking Raiders versus Jinder Mahal and Veer. Everything breaks down in a hurry, and Ivar cannonballs off the apron to take everyone out. That leaves Jinder Mahal to get caught in the Viking experience, and the Viking Raiders get the win. I think everybody was shocked that Jinder took the pin, though. Thought it would definitely be Veer, but uh, nope, Jinder was the fall guy here. I know the match that was just like, why am I watching? <laughs> Well, they're trying to heat up the Viking Raiders, obviously. The Viking Raiders, you know, but it was just like, this match didn't go up for me. Um, it was curious that um, Jinder Mahal was wrestling and not Shanky and Veer, and then Jinder Mahal be on the outside. And then on top of it, Jinder took the pin, so I guess they're moving him down the card, apparently. Uh, Sheamus... Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre, triple threat, United States title match. Sheamus hits a super white noise for a two count with Priest making the save. 
Priest drops Sheamus onto the turnbuckle and ducks Claymore, so McIntyre kicks Sheamus's head off. The Glasgow Kiss rocks Priest, but he counters a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker into the Reckoning, and he retains the United States Championship when he pinned Drew McIntyre. So after the match, oh wait, oh after the match, Priest and McIntyre shake hands and show respect. I see a lot of people were saying that this match was a great match. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I fell asleep. You felt, it was a little long. It was like 21 minutes. It probably could have been 15 and and, and been just as effective. But yeah, it, it, I mean, you know, it's the best thing on the show probably if you had to rate it all out as far as wrestling goes, pure bell-to-bell just wrestling. Um, you know, three big guys in there beating the hell out of each other. Vince McMahon special. You know, that's what he likes. So they delivered. Um We look back at Goldberg losing to Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Uh, We catch up with Goldberg uh, on location. Goldberg says he needs knee surgery, uh, but he says when he's healed up, he's coming for Lashley's soul due to what he did to his son, Gage. Um, We see Reggie in the park when he sees R-Truth in a wig and Akira Tozawa in a dog costume. The chase is on, but Reggie uses a Frisbee to escape. Reggie parkours his way away, but they corner him on the bridge. Tazawa crawls after him like a dog, but Reggie flips away again. Tazawa thinks the dog costume is a bad idea and ultimately leaves. Um, yeah, straight up comedy here. Um, <laughs> there's this one part where after Reggie gets past him, Akira Tazawa takes the, the the head of the dog mask off and he's all upset. And Archute is like, "Calm down, man. Calm down." He's like, every dog has his day, except you. <laughs> uh, we get a video on Eva Marie versus Dewdrop with Eva bringing her in, but Dewdrop not liking her and rebelling. So now it's time for the match, Eva Marie versus Dewdrop. Well, Dewdrop runs Eva Marie over before the bell can ring. She sits on Eva Marie's chest and hits the basement crossbody, and then she counts her own three count. As the ref discontinues the match, uh, so there is no match, Dewdrop announces herself as the winner as Eva Marie isn't sure exactly what is going on. Nope. Charlotte laughs off the idea of Nia Jax squashing her. So that leads us to Karrion Cross versus Umberto Carrillo. The chin lock goes on, but Carrillo makes the comeback only to get formed out of the air. The doomsday Saito into the cross jacket finishes off Umberto Carrillo. Uh, we were talking in the Twitter spaces tonight about how uh, they have neutered Karrion Cross, And, um, you know, then, of course, that went a lot deeper into, well, was it really anything to neuter? Uh, on the main roster from where he was at NXT considering all the hatred that he received from the fans there and from the other wrestlers as well who were basically, you know, telling you what we have now know is true is, uh, you know, that he's nothing special. They've tried to do everything they can to make him special, and it's not working. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax promises to do something painful with Charlotte's invisible crown. So we'll leave that up to your imagination. Uh, Riddle thinks a win over Bobby Lashley and MVP would make for a good win on RK Bro's resume. But how do you make a resume? 
Randy Orton says, just be a good tag team partner and let him do his thing. That's cool with Riddle, who lists off some more of his own skills, talking, and scootering are included. Charlotte versus Nia Jax. Charlotte starts hitting on the knee, including, uh, and then hits a DDT to take Nia down. Charlotte gets kicked into the corner. Back up, Nia Jax hits one of the hardest power bombs we've seen in a long time to get the win clean over Charlotte. Now, we have to talk a lot more about this match because there was some uh, uncorroboration that took place here. Uh, there's a what looked like it was going to set up to be a belly-to-back suplex that just turned into belly-to-back, let me drop you. As, uh, Nia Jax dropped Charlotte really hard. Uh, Charlotte was smacking Nia around in the face mm-hmm. in the match, like kind of paintbrushing her throughout the match. So there's one part where after Charlotte gets dropped, she does it again, and you can see uh, Nia Jax tell her, like, don't or stop or whatever, and Charlotte smacks her in the face again, so Nia puts them bear paws on her about four or five good times, backs her up in the ropes. Um, yeah, they started shooting on each other uh, for about the last, like, I don't know, for about a 30-second, 45-second part of this match. And, yo, <laughs> it was like, what is going what? on here? Like, they, they, they said, forget the, the, forget the other shit. We going to business for ourselves, and they were not. They were not playing well with each other. No, did you like when Nia won? They showed a close up of her, and usually, you know, when wrestlers win, their faces are all composed and everything, and they're ready for that zoom in on the camera, or whatever. Nia mm-hmm. Jackson, like she had been in a fight, like her, like she was. Like, her face was all, like, she had anger in her face. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa. This was very, very serious. So, I, I, I am, I'm just waiting to hear what the backstage fallout of this was. Because, you know, this didn't just stop because the match ended. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you've got any time, go back. Find this match on YouTube. Find it the whole match on your DVR or whatever. Yeah, watch this, and you'll definitely see where the uh, cooperation stops and the shooting begins. So we recap RK Bros celebration from last week. John Morrison's match versus the Miz has been canceled for no apparent reason, but he wants to prove that he can act anyway. Therefore, he'll face Amos tonight. Amos is like, it sucks to be you. So John Morrison versus Amos. Amos shoves him to the outside, so it's time to bust out some of those parkour moves from Johnny Morrison. A bit of a slip lets Amos hit a clothesline, setting up the double choke slam for the pin and the win over Johnny Morrison. Uh, yeah, we'll Morrison versus Mans, but yeah, it was supposed to be. But we got Amos in the singles match and Johnny Morrison trying to be too ambitious, and they was botching a little bit there. It's like. Come on, man. You're wrestling the Charlie Green Giant. You can't be doing all this stuff. He, like, went to the outside, tried to parkour off the steps and get clothesline, but then he slipped, so they had to, like, run the spot back. Right. 
Yeah, it's just AJ Styles and Xavier Woods had a lot of miscommunication too. I was like, man, what is this Wednesday night? This is why Vince was upset. Uh, so next matchup: Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles. AJ can't get the Styles clash as Woods flips out and ties him into the tree of woe. The drop kick in the corner gives Woods an awkward looking two count, but Styles is right back with the calf crusher and Xavier Woods taps out. And AJ Styles is your winner. RK Bro versus MVP and Bobby Lashley. It's our main event of the evening for the Raw Tag Team titles. The hanging DDT hits Lashley, but MVP, MVP is still the legal man and gets in a cheap shot. It's back to Riddle for Nita Lashley, setting up the floating bro for a two count. Everything breaks down, and Lashley decks AJ only to have to deal with Amos. The distraction lets Riddle hit a jumping knee to MVP, setting up the floating bro. And RK Bro retains the Raw Tag Team Championships. After the match, Lashley goes after Riddle, but walks into an RKO to end the show. As <laughs> Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley could possibly be the next title matchup. Could be. So other than that triple threat and Charlotte versus Nia that devolved in from a wrestling match to a shoot fight, there really wasn't much going on here on this Monday Night Raw, to be honest with you. What's that? I mean, you fell asleep in the first hour, so, you know, that let you know. Oh, boy. I was bored. I was like, yo, this shit is boring. Let me just curl up on my bed, and I'll catch whatever I catch. It's uh, it's slow. It's it's not necessarily boring. It's just paced. So it's slow. boring. <laughs> I just don't like the way it's paced. I I just think it's they could boring. make things much faster on Raw. They could make the matches it's a little boring. shorter. Promos, squashes, promos, character development spot, promos, squash match, two people talking, almost getting into blows. Promo. Boring, sir. I'm trying to give them some things to help. So when they, they, need, like, they, need, they, need, they need to go away, take um Bruce and Bucky Beaver with them. Well, keep Bruce because I like Bruce. Bruce has some good ideas, but take Bucky Beaver. Yeah, you can't get rid of right Bruce because Bruce helps on Smack on SmackDown. The SmackDown definitely is a uh, top notch. I think they keep Vince locked in the closet on SmackDown. You don't hear nearly as much about SmackDown getting rewritten and not knowing what they're going to do till the last no. minute of the show. You don't. That's usually a raw thing that you hear about more times than not when it comes to Vince uh, doing that type of stuff. Um, Want to give some uh, a couple of thoughts on... Um, Anything else that you saw this week in wrestling, this past weekend? Uh, anything that caught your mind? Some on SmackDown. Did you like the way that SmackDown ended with Finn coming back up to reclaim his spot? Oh, I know what I want to talk to you about. Your girl. Daddy DeVille and the way she treated Naomi. That was some basara. What, oh. what do you have to say for your girl? I already said what I had to say. I said on on, on the in this um Twitter feed. I was like, they play her to the left, but it might could be storyline wise. I don't know if I'm looking at it storyline wise, but I don't appreciate that. 
even though it was already it was already noted that she was coming over to SmackDown, but it was like she wasn't notified. I was like, girl, you knew she was coming over. You're trying to play dumb. Yeah, and that that wasn't a good look at all. Now if that makes Naomi turn heel, I definitely wouldn't be mad at. She'll turn heel through the bloodline, and that's gonna be it. Yeah, that's gonna be super fire. Super, super, super fire. Uh, Finn Balor, like, yo, hold up. I ain't going to let nobody jump the line. Edge, you talking about you want a shot? Seth Rollins, you talking about you want a shot? Brock Lesnar, he's snooping around the chicken coop. But hold up, players. All y'all are going to step in behind the prince. I liked it. Then what happened? The, the, the Usos get the beat down from um, Finn and the Street Profits. Yeah. Best Angelo Dawkins impression. Street Profits and um, Usos look like they're getting ready to get the thing ramped up for real, for real. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. It looks like they're doing doing Becky being a heel who doesn't know she's a heel. They're going that route. I guess it could work. Um, you know, Bianca was the one who got screwed, so you know, it's it would be the people have the automatic sympathy built in for her. So yeah, that's that's probably the best way for Becky to play it. Um, even though I don't think people are gonna boo her per se, um, like that. But yeah, that's probably her best angle to go at this and try to make the sides distinct, you know, heel face. Not kinda be a tweener, but you know, actually declare yourself, hey, uh, I'm the heel. I'm not apologizing for anything I did. I took advantage of the situation and uh, look what it got me, the championship type of stuff. I heard Camille and Layla Hirsch had a really good main event at the uh, Empower pay-per-view. Camille retained the title. Then Camille had a really good match against Santana Garrett the next night on NWA 73 as Santana Garrett won the uh, Empower uh, tournament and got the title shot uh, the next night. Uh, Camille is really good, man. I didn't. That's my first time really watching her wrestle like that. I've seen her do some run-ins and some beatdowns, but it's my first time actually watching her go bell to bell. She's good. She is. She's real good. Uh, did you get as far on the NW73 as the uh, Battle Royal? Did you? Nah. Did y'all? Oh man, JTG was in the battle royal. Damn. He's been doing work in, um, these past couple of years, like actually good wrestling work. Yeah, the crowd was really behind him, but they didn't let him win. Uh, Judas from TNA was there with uh, Father James Mitchell, and uh, yeah. Judas ended up winning. But the crowd was really into JTG winning though. See how you go from uh, a, a, a stereotypical gimmick to one of the um, have the fans behind you. Yep, yep. Putting in that work though. JTG's been grinding for a long time. Yeah, he he got worried about being stuck back in catering. <laughs> Man, JTG was like, I hope they never find me in catering. This check keep cash. <laughs> He answered that phone. That was too late. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, the NWA Power Show was really good. Did you see the Flair promo? 
Yes, I did see that. Yeah, I thought that was really good. It, 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 you know, he didn't bury anybody. He was very thankful, very grateful, very honored to be there, honored for WWE and WWF um, and their time, and, you know, told some stories and got you know, it, was funny. it was funny when I said, um, when I said, I said, wow, NWA recognizes a WWE title reign. He was like, he was like, they ain't petty like WWE. They'll, they recognize the other promotions out there. They're the one who act like they have amnesia. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Well, that was one of the reasons. But, you know, WWF used to be in the NWA back in the day. I know. But they, they wanted their champion to be recognized as a world champion, so they broke away from them. Yep. Yep. So, um. But yeah, uh, I, I can't believe Tim Storm at his age took that bump through the table. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so big ups and mad respect to Tim Storm. Fifty six uh, took a took a a, a, a ladder bump. Mm. Yeah, so mad big up respects to him, man. Big ups to him. All right, Mo to the underscore Reese. At this point, man, I'm gonna turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to you, Dawn. Um, one other episode. Shout out to uh, Simi, Miss J, Terry Boys, um, Anwar Stalwin, um, for their respective shows, NXT Cast, SmackDown Madness, and Cast of Strong Style. A shout out to um, everyone in the Twitter spaces with us on Mondays, Tuesdays. Wednesdays, Fridays, and pay-per-view weekends too. Um, shout out to um, plastic wrestling um, material, like watching um, old some old NXT and just seeing where folks are coming from. Like I was stuck, I was about to start a Roman with Roman Reigns match, and Roman Reigns was actually wearing the. Um, the trunks, and I was like, they ain't already hyping them up as being you know, the future of the company. I said, I'm going to Roman look back at that old footage and be like, it's a long time since those days. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody who else be with us. Um, you know who you are. And the ladies, you know, Candy B, Miss B. Jubilee Jubilee, Madam Lizette, who stole some of my players. Well, I wasn't really counting those players, the the, the, the Raven ones, but the other ones I was looking at, you know, she was snatching them for me, from me in our draft. So she's on my list whenever I play her. Um, well, you on my list this week, sir, in two weeks, excuse me. I might think about you, bro. So first, first, first victim, Mo to the I'm underscore Reese. I'm looking, I'm looking at week two. <laughs> All right, don't be, don't be overlooking what's in front of you. That's how you mess around and get got. I'm only like a point and a half favorite, so yeah, it, it, it's real close. Virginia we got to see what's going on. Um, 
yeah, that's all I got for you. I'll, I'll see y'all. We'll be we'll be all talking this weekend. Um, when it comes to all out, and we're gonna, um, it's late. It's, here's the thing: it's Labor Day, mm. so a lot Labor Day weekend. So a lot of us should be off on Monday. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, big shout out to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you once again, sir, for joining me here to talk about Monday Night Raw. I know that it's such a laborious task, and I do admire your commitment to show up with uh, me every week and continue to give the people this commentary with color. Uh, thank you to Miss Simi, Miss J to the Max, Mr. Anwar Starwin as well for helping me record these episodes here on the network. Thank you to all the guys over at the comic book chronicles for their contributions to the network as well. Uh, thanks to everybody who's been in the Twitter spaces and all the wrestle bays and members of the globe. We definitely appreciate y'all as well. Um, shout out to everybody that's in the WrestleCast fantasy league. Good luck to everybody this year. Um, we will be giving updates on the raw cast episodes on what happened, uh, who won, who lost, um, and the trash talk shall uh, be real heavy in two weeks between me and Mo to the underscore Reese uh, once our, the games are played opening weekend and on Tuesday we will definitely know who won so I'm looking forward no. looking forward to that um, and just continue to share your commentary with color each and every Monday night by using the hashtag rawcast to joining us in the Twitter spaces about the same name hashtag rawcast where we can hear your commentary with color as well. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. We know why we're here. Who's it going to be? Because the United States Open Challenge starts right now. I love it. Who's going to step up to the plate? Damo, 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 Damo. I can't believe I'm saying this, fella. Listen, that's where the greatest maneuver in WWE history, the bro kick comes in, yeah? Because I'm gonna take that kick, wipe that smile off your face, and take back my gold. Now as much as I want to see Priest beat Sheamus's ass for the 500th time, I think it's time for something fresh. I think OKC in the WWE Universe deserves something new. There is one title that's eluded me my entire career. I've won the WWE Championship, Intercontinental Championship, Tag Team Championship, but I have never been United States Champion. So what I propose is Drew McIntyre versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship tonight. What is good for business is the almighty Bobby Lashley faces Damian Priest and becomes a double champion. That is good for business. I like the sound of that. What an accomplishment that would be for Bobby Lashley.
lead. Since the word of the day today is open challenge, why don't we, me, and my best bud, Randy, have an open challenge against you, Bobby, and his own personal Brodeo Clown MVP. You do know that's not how an open challenge. No, 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 that's cool. He opened his mouth and stuck his sandal right in it. You're on. We accept that challenge. Now you, Seamus, why don't you do us a favor? Kick that Pendejo's ass. Take his Pendejo, United States yo, watch your mouth because I'll put your teeth down your throat. And free us up so that we can handle this hey, guys, business. take it easy. No, no. Tag team match tonight. You're on. So, you got an answer? That sounds good to me. I'm good, bro. Guys, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on, guys. Please, calm down just a second, if you please. There is no need to start any of the fireworks now. Because the way we see it is we have two huge main events standing right in front of us. You're right, Sonia. In fact, Damian Priest, you can consider your open challenge closed. Because tonight you will defend the United States Championship against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in a triple foot match. Wow. Oh, oh my God. And, and, oh my God. Oh my God. and, 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 and